Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Adad and Robbie Falk with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive-thru or the walk-up window or whatever they've got at Brupolo. I can't admit to have ever been, having been there. But go grab yourself a Strange Brew Coffee. And if you can't make it to those locations, well, no problem. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and grab something from the webpage and get it shipped to you. And you can be enjoying Strange Brew Coffee every morning, wherever you live in our great state or across the country. Strange Brew will ship to you. Start your day off that right way. And of course, with the holidays coming up, if you've got a coffee lover in your life, strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's where you need to be doing your holiday shopping for the MSU fan in your life. Every Bulldog wants some new gear under the tree. College Corner is the place to get it. Two locations in the Jackson area. They'll have some great Black Friday specials next week. Be sure to check those out. And then, of course, you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Whatever you're looking for, for your car, for your home, or for yourself, they've got it maroon and white at College Corner. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, and such a great menu. And look, if you're trying to eat healthy, they have healthy options. If you're trying to eat keto, they have keto options, gluten-free options. There really is something for everybody at Humble Taco, and it's such unique and delicious Mexican food, nothing like you've ever had before. Make sure they're on your to-do list next time you're in Starville. If you're coming up this weekend, after the game will be a great time to go to Humble Taco and enjoy a fantastic meal. If you're tailgating this weekend, maybe a Firehouse Subs party platter is the way to go. Call the local store here in Starville. They will be more than happy to set you up with a great, great platter that you can bring to the tailgate and be you know, enjoying some great food. And if you're just looking for a quick lunch here in Starkville, it doesn't get any quicker than this. Download the Firehouse Subs app, order online, get your reward points, and your sandwich will be ready when you arrive. In, out, done, delicious sandwich. It's Firehouse Subs. Location Starkville, Columbus, Tupelo, Flowood, Madison, and, and there's one in Oxford. Oh. Oh. The mind needs to be right. Um, Robbie, they released the college football playoff rankings on uh, Tuesday night. Mississippi State did sneak back into the polls, now 25th, the only four-loss team in the poll. And so for the first time since 2015, we will have an egg bowl between two ranked teams, assuming the unthinkable doesn't happen in Starkville and in Nashville uh, this weekend. And we will have a game that has some real significance and some real uh, consequence for the winners and losers in this one. Let's start by looking at the bowl situation. Ole Miss is currently 12th. State is 25th. To get ahead of Ole Miss in the pecking order means you got to get ahead of them. I think this is going to be very difficult for Mississippi State. State is unlikely to go up 
I mean, you have to look at who's going to lose this week between State and Ole Miss. Now, Arkansas plays Alabama. They have a chance to lose. Um, but I don't know how much they drop because they lost on the road at Alabama. I don't, you know, the rest of the schedule, it sort of is what it is. Whereas above Ole Miss, you have Ohio State and Michigan State this weekend. Somebody's losing that game. I think it's going to be Michigan State. It's possible that Ole Miss could even gain a spot. Now, State may gain a spot too, but this is a 13 point or 13 slot difference right now. It's going to be really hard to make that up. Even if the State wins the Egg Bowl, I mean, do we see Ole Miss dropping seven, eight spots and State going up seven, eight spots? The only reason I give State a chance is because this is a committee that is ranking teams and they do it week by week. They don't, they don't really, I don't think they, they rank them quite like AP voters or anybody like that. We saw Mississippi State go from 17 to dropping out of the poll to losing to um, a top 25 team in Arkansas. And then State jumps back in, obviously, against Auburn. So there is a chance that they could say after that ball game, if Mississippi State wins, you know, healthy, if they win, if they win a, you know, by a pretty healthy margin, they could say, well, Mississippi State's a better team than, than Ole Miss. We're going to push them ahead of Ole Miss. That's the only hope I give Mississippi State. From a resume standpoint, State would have a better resume as far as wins are concerned. But Ole Miss has no bad losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would have three losses to Mississippi State's four. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it just – I think the best – possible scenario for Mississippi State is somehow this week in the college football playoff poll or next week if State's like 20th and Ole Miss is like 12th, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if that's going to happen. It seems hard but, to believe that. I mean, you look at the teams that are in front of State. Arkansas, like I mentioned, but I don't think, you know, is Texas San Antonio going to lose? Is Utah going to lose? Uh, I mean, is, is Houston going to lose? These are the teams that have to lose for State to sort of move up. Because State's not getting any bonus points for pounding Tennessee State this weekend. Yeah. So, the, like I said, like the, the big thing could be if State beats Ole Miss, and at that point Ole Miss is like a top 10 team, and you look at State and all of a sudden you say, well, they've beaten four teams, four or five teams that have been ranked inside the top 25 this year. Look at their, their strength of schedule. Look at who they've beaten this year, the, the power five teams they've beaten with winning records. And you could move them ahead of some of those other teams possibly, but it's going to be difficult. And I think, you know, Ole Miss has kind of maintained their spot there in the top 15 for a long time now. Uh, They haven't had any bad losses. They lost on the road to Auburn. They lost on the road to Alabama. They lost to – they hadn't lost anybody else, just those two games. So two road games against two teams that have either been, you know, inside the top 25 – inside the top five for a long time or inside the top 25 for a long time. Um, so their resume is strong right now. It's just – it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to justify Mississippi State moving past Ole Miss, even if they beat them head-to-head, yeah. just because of the fact that Mississippi State – you still have to count the fact that they've lost to LSU and Memphis. Um, and they're a better team since then, but they did lose those ball games. Ole Miss hasn't lost any games like that. I look at the, I think this is where I'm locked in on. I think that state winning means outback or, or gator. A loss means Texas. If Ole Miss wins out, they're going to go to an access bowl. They'll probably go to the Peach Bowl. 
and a loss for Ole Miss at nine and three, they could do Outback, Gator, or Citrus. I think that's where I am. That makes sense. I just, I just, I think that, either either one of them with a win is going to be in a good bowl game. Yeah, the winner of this game is going to. It, 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 I suppose let me change that. You're right. The winner of this game is going to a very good bowl game. State will go to a Florida bowl. Ole Miss could go to the Peach Bowl, but will would definitely go to Citrus at worst. And then even with a loss, Citrus is still sort of in play with them. You know, the other thing that we're not considering here is that uh, with a loss, is it is Texas A&M? And again, that's a team State would have a head-to-head over, but they are ahead of Mississippi State. They're probably going to win out as well. So it's just it's just going to be difficult for State to be the highest-ranked SEC team when this is that all win, That win that A&M had is muddying the waters because they're not a good team. They're, they're not that good of a team. That They beat Alabama, and that is keeping them afloat. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be in the top 25, but the, since they won that ball game, then it's, it's pretty impressive at this point. But they've lost to State and Ole Miss and Arkansas, and they're probably going to finish – there's a possibility they can finish fifth in the West. Um, so, I mean, it's just – it's not an outside of that Alabama win. That's kind of propping them up right now. But State and Ole Miss have both both beaten them, and they have one less loss than Mississippi State. So technically, they're ahead of Mississippi State right now. Yeah, and and you're right. It it is all on the fact that they've beaten Alabama, and and that nothing else. So so there's a lot of bowl uh, strings being pulled here over the next couple of weekends, and this game will will will. This game, this game is not, not only going to decide Mississippi State. Almost, it's it's really the the biggest piece of the puzzle for the rest of the SEC. Outside of does Alabama pull off an upset and beat Georgia? If that happens, you know we got a, we got a lot going on because somebody's going to leap up into the Sugar Bowl. But for where we are right now, the Egg Bowl is such a huge piece. It also, in my opinion, will will decide the Connerly Trophy. Matt Corral, who would have had this award wrapped up five weeks ago. Um, has seen Will Rogers make up some real ground, in my opinion, uh, partially because of the games he's won and partially because of the way that he's played. Uh, Corral has still played at a very high level this year. There's no question about that. But I think that they're close enough now that the winner of this game is going to get the boost and be, and be the Connerly Trophy winner. When you look at the stats, first off, Corral's career stats are, are really interesting to me. He's throwing 20 career interceptions, right? 11 of those are in two games. That's, that's not bad. Like, people like to talk about he's really bad with the ball. He had two bad days. He's up there with uh, Mike Henning. Yeah, yeah, more or less. But he's, he's been better beyond that. Also, you know, people, a lot's made of Corral. And I'm not trying to bring down Corral. I think right now Corral is still the favorite to win this, this award. But of his rushing stats, right? He has rushed for 523 yards this year, but 300 of those yards came in two games. Came against He had 195 rushing against uh, Tennessee and 94 rushing against Arkansas. Yeah. So, I mean, the rest, of the, the rest of the games have been – he's had some good rushing games. He had a good game against Tulane, a good game against Louisville. His last two games, when he's – you know, obviously he's been trying to protect his ankle a little bit, 16 carries for four yards. So yeah. a little bit more uh, down to earth. 
that Tennessee game, that Tennessee game is definitely skewing those stats because he yeah. ran way more. He had than, thirty carries in that game. He hasn't had more yeah. than uh, fifteen in any other game. Total touchdowns. Rodgers actually has the uh, the edge. Twenty nine touchdowns to twenty seven total touchdowns. Obviously, it's seventeen ten uh, passing and rushing uh, for Corral. Obviously, Rodgers has completed more passes, but when you consider what the Ole Miss passing game is and how much they throw the deep ball. Corral sitting on 67% completion is, is, is a very reasonable number. Uh, I think Arkansas was probably the best game of the year for Corral. He threw 14, he completed 14 passes, 14 of 21 in that game for 287 yards. He averaged 20 yards of completion. Like I said, he, almost, he also rushed for 95 yards. I think the best game of the year for Will Rogers was last weekend against Auburn. And he had the, I know he set the completion percentage record against Kentucky, but only one touchdown in that game. In this game, six touchdown passes. So both guys, you know, both guys have had big games, but Rodgers has been the hot guy late. And somebody asked a question yesterday in the mailbag. Is it about who, who starts the season better or who has the better season? I think the egg bowl is going to be the, 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 the determining factor here. So we've got bowl games and we've got the Connerly trophy. Robbie, first let's get your thoughts on, on the Connerly. I mean, right now, I don't know if you have a vote or not, but if you did, who would you give it to? At this moment, I would probably go with Matt Corral because I I do feel like he is the most valuable player probably in the conference for a single team. I, d- I just don't think that Ole Miss is able to be where they are without Matt Corral. And you can say the same thing about Will Rogers. I'm not, I'm not going to um, diminish what he's done, but I just feel like Matt Corral is, is a, a guy that's really, really elevated Ole Miss um, right now, and it, he's got the numbers both rushing and passing. But I, I'm kind of the same as you. I, I, I could probably make an argument for both guys. I could make the same argument for, for Will Rogers and what he's been able to do. I mean, he's about to break every single passing record in a single season in Mississippi State history. Whether it's the, you know, the offense or not, I, I think anybody that has eyeballs that's been able to watch his progression would tell you that he's been really impressive. Um, Matt Corral has probably been more impressive for the long haul this mm-hmm. year, but he's also in his fourth year Yeah, at Ole Miss. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's well, – we talked about yesterday that Matt Corral is probably going to be second team all SEC, and, you know, a lot of people are going to be – in this fan base are going to want Will Rogers. Well, his time's going to come, just like it was for Dak Prescott and Chad Kelly, like you said. Right. So, uh, I just – I, I would give Corral the edge, but I'm kind of with you. I, this game's decided the Connolly Trophy winner many times. I think it's probably going to decide it again this year. I, th- I think it's close enough that you have to look at the head-to-head battle and what these two guys do on uh, Thanksgiving night to to help make your decision swing it one way or the other. And I don't think that we could have said that a month ago. I think I think this was going to be Matt Corral's. We, we probably would have agreed to just go ahead and ship him the trophy. A month mm-hmm. ago, well, I mean, um, he was the the the, the Heisman favorite. Yeah, of, of and, and now you've got now you've got uh, you know a few people have entered Will Rogers into that discussion. Now, I don't think he's going to win the Heisman or go to New York this year, but you know, there's been some national people that have put his name out there. So he's really on a hot streak right now. And, and can he make it? You know, four or five straight games coming up the next two weeks. We'll see, but. If he comes out in that egg bowl and he shows us what he has against Kentucky and Arkansas and Auburn, then I think he, you very well could make a case for him. 
Yeah. You know, Corral, I know he hasn't played his best two games these last two games, but he's still been good. He's still been good. He's completed over seven, almost 70% of his passes. He hasn't turned the ball over. He's just not running the football with the same uh, efficiency that he did earlier in the season. And he's doing that to protect himself, you know, and which is a smart thing. He's a couple months away from getting into the NFL draft prep where he'll be probably a top 15 pick. Um, so for Corral, it makes sense. For Rodgers, like I said, he's gotten this hot streak going. And that if he can carry it, you know, both of them are also I don't I guess neither one of them are really going to get hurt by this weekend because neither one of them are going to play a full game against Vandy or against Tennessee State. So it won't be a situation where one is on the bench watching the second half and the other is, you know, still putting up numbers. Or at least it shouldn't be. So, we'll see how it all goes. It's been so long. You know, we always we always talk about you know, you want the egg bowl to mean something. You know, could you ever have an egg bowl that decides the West or something like this? Probably not, but this is about as good as it's going to get for, for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. And, and we always talk about, you know, the Egg Bowl being on Thanksgiving and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Eyes are going to be on this game because I think people know it's going, it should be a good game and there's a lot at stake. Ole Miss and State have not been both ranked inside the top 20 since 14, I think. And that's going to change. That I, I think State's going to be outside the top 20, but you're going to have – a, probably a top 10 Ole Miss team and a top 25 Mississippi State team. That'll probably be the best combined that we've seen since 14. 15 was right up there, too. And uh, that's fun. It's fun to have that. Now, both of those games were kind of runaways for Ole Miss. You'd like to see this one be one that's similar to, you know, maybe 13 or um, or seven. Or what was the other one? 17 was close. 19. Close. So the last the last few games at Mississippi State have been uh, have been barn burners, and maybe we'll see that again this week, uh, next week. Yeah, I, I think I think that I think it's going to be a good game. I will say this: people are getting mad. I think blowout potential is much heavier in Mississippi State's favor. I think it's much more likely that State comes out and is able to to slow down Ole Miss and that they just keep this hot streak going offensively. Because I think you know they can they can they can score on the Ole Miss defense. If you told me somebody won by twenty one, I, I would think it's much more likely to be State than Ole Miss, as we sit here today. I could see that. I, I think the offense is going to continue to play well. I have a hard time believing they're going to be slowed down against Ole Miss, and they weren't against Arkansas and Auburn and Kentucky. Um, it's just the defense. This we'll, we'll we'll break it down more of the next week, but. It's Mississippi State's defense that I'm thinking about because Ole Miss has been so good on those big plays. Can Mississippi State stop those big plays down the field? Because Ole Miss can hit those big plays. There's been teams that haven't been able to do it. Ole Miss can. Those big pass plays down the field to Braylon Sanders mm-hmm. and guys like that. Mississippi State's got to make sure that doesn't happen. Safety plays got to be good. Two cornerbacks have to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. And if they are, it's going to be a good night for Mississippi State, and if they're not, it's going to be a struggle. And then there's just no way around it. I, I think State's offense keeps them in the game the whole time because I, I, I we've used this term a few times in the past, but fool's gold. Ole Miss's defense is there's a little fool's gold to it. I mean, they 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 are leading the country in sacks, and that's great. And they're clearly clearly a lot better than they were a season ago, but they're still not a great defense. 
and they have given up yards to team. You know, Arkansas put up a ton of yards on them. Tennessee put up a ton of yards. Alabama put up a ton of yards. A&M was able to run the ball pretty successfully, but Calzada was just so bad it didn't make a difference. So I think Rodgers and company will have a good night on Thanksgiving night. It's just, you know, everything else around them. How does that work out? But we'll see. See what happens. All right. Let's uh, – you know what? We'll let the other guy handle the ad reads. We're going to go now to uh, our one and only correspondent here on the show, future Brian. He'll recap what happened uh, at the hump on uh, Wednesday night with Mississippi State taking on Detroit Mercy, the uh, debut, or at least it's supposed to be the debut, of Rocket Watson. Future Brian, if you could please, you handle the ad reads and take care of that for us. And uh, with that being said, Robbie and I will be out of here. We will not do a traditional Friday pod tomorrow. We'll talk more about the Egg Bowl uh, we will give a prediction and maybe a couple of playmakers, but as far as previewing Mississippi State and Tennessee State, we'll sort of leave that be. Uh, and then we'll, you know, next week for the next uh, next week we'll do an all egg bowl. We'll skip the rumblings next week because we'll just we'll be focusing on previewing the game and getting as many angles of coverage on that as as we possibly can. So guys, Brian, I, Brian is overlooking Tennessee State. I'm overlooking them. I'll admit to it. I'm telling you right here, right now. I I'm not worried about that game. So if something bad happens, you want to blame me? That's fine. I, I, my, my, my shoulders can bear the burden. All right. <laughs> I never be your beast of burden. I so, just don't need you. I don't need you. Nobody needs you to come out next week and call for a blowout. No, nah, I probably won't. Miss. I can't. I can't unless something happens in the Ole Miss game injury wise. I don't see that happen. So all right, let's go to our one and only correspondent here on Thunder and Lightning, Future Brian. Thanks, guys. This is Future Brian reporting to you from the future. We'll get to the game recap in just a moment. want to let you guys know about the Mississippi Beef Council, how you guys should be putting beef in the grocery cart every time you go to the store. Whether you're looking for a steak, a burger, a roast, or whatever, there's so many great cuts of beef available to you. And this holiday season, beef is what needs to be on your menu. Don't forget about the turkey, but a prime rib roast makes a great complement to that turkey. So, Whatever you're doing this weekend, whatever you're doing this month, whenever you're cooking, make sure you're trying to put as much beef in the, the, the pan, in the pot, on the grill as you can. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thank you to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers, i got to be honest with you guys, I may, have, I may have overdone it on Two Brothers. I've been there like four times in the past month. I'm ODing on smoked wings here, guys. I don't know if you can, you can, if I can develop a problem or not. But when you're in Starville, make sure that Two Brothers is on your to-do list. Head over to the Cotton District and enjoy some smoked southern soul food. Not just barbecue, guys. Just don't get that out of your mind. There's a lot more going on at Two Brothers. Check them out the next time you're here, hopefully this weekend, and you'll have a great time at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems makes it really simple for your business. All you've got to do is this. Give them a call. And they're going to tell you all about the products and services they offer you. Everything your business needs from a technological standpoint. Copiers, printers, computers, software, anything they need, you've got it. And then, on top of that, every sale they make you is going to be backed up with the best customer service in the state of Mississippi. The kind that you would expect to get from your next-door neighbor. And that's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your next-door neighbor. They're a Mississippi business first and foremost. Always have been and always will be. Call them today. Find out how they can help you. That number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, Mississippi State 77, Detroit Mercy 
64, I saw a great tweet. I think it was Rob Hadaway said, State's playing a hospital? I wanted to tweet back, yeah, they do it every year when they play LSU. Uh, so, <laughs> even, it's a good joke when I laugh at it. Um, looking at the stat line for this game, kind of an interesting game. State did not get much off the bench, and that includes Rocket Watts, who made his Bulldog debut but only played eight minutes, but did have two points uh, tonight. But State only got a total of uh, 14 points off the bench which was more than Detroit Mercy. They only got five points off the bench. But three Bulldogs in double figures. Molinar and Shaquille Moore lead the team with 19 each. They shot a combined 13 of 20. Pretty good night for them. DJ Jeffries, 10 points for them. State's uh, 59% from the floor, 50% from behind the arc, 69%. Go ahead and say it. All right. Uh, From the line. Uh, they out-rebound them only by one, 28-27. Uh, forced 15 turnovers, had 16 assists, did the Bulldogs. I think uh, what we have to keep in mind with this team right now is they're still trying to find their balance and their mix, right? So many new faces. Tolu Smith isn't even back yet. They don't expect him back for a few more weeks. It's about everybody's trying to figure out their role and trying to figure out who and what they're supposed to bring and what they're supposed to add to this team. And they're doing that, and they're still winning these games pretty easily. They haven't really been challenged in any game uh, thus far. They, you know, they, they've had a, a double-digit lead or you know, a seven to eight point lead in every game. If you look around the college basketball, teams are dropping like flies. You know, good teams are dropping like flies. And state sits here at three and zero. And like I said, once everybody, you know, once we get through this first month of the season, and everybody's had that time, and then you bring Tolu Smith back in, I think everybody's roles will be easily defined. And I think what's going to help this team a lot is it's going to be very versatile. You know, if Howland wants to go small and fast, he can go Molinar, Moore, Watts. Uh, Jeffries and Tolu. But if he wants to go big, he can put Tolu and Garrison Brooks in there at the same time and sort of play the game on the low block. He's going to have a lot of options uh, either way. So that's going to be something that's going to work in Mississippi State's favor. And obviously Rocket Watts, they're trying to ease him back into it, but I think he'll be a big contributor. I think he does start off the bench, as Robbie Falk told us uh, uh, yesterday. You know, I think that's something where he, I think the injury just has him behind, and it's just going to have to be that way for a little while. Um, and State got minutes off the bench. I mean, J.B. Davis played 16 minutes. Anderson Garcia got 13 minutes. That's a guy I really like. Uh, Cam Carter didn't shoot the ball tonight, but did play 10 minutes. Derek Fountain had seven minutes. Those are good pieces to have. And then I th- my, my thought is when Tolu Smith comes back, that Cam Matthews will go to the bench. But he has become very valuable for Mississippi State. Seven points tonight, five rebounds, four assists. Obviously, we know about his defense. That's kind of what he's known for. Just a just a really good college basketball player. And he's really fun to watch. So, State has a lot going for it right now. And they're 3-0. and All you can ha- hope for from this team, as, as we support, is just keep handling your business through the non-conference. If you lose one or two, no big deal. But be in good shape when conference play starts, and then we'll see those first few games if you can buy into this team for real as a tournament team and as a team that you should come to the hump to watch. I think it's going to happen. I, I, I think that this team, the fact that they're winning the way they are, they're winning a little ugly, that's for sure, but they aren't really struggling. They aren't, they aren't falling behind. They aren't having to come from behind. I feel like that this team is where you want it to be right now. You know, if everybody was fully healthy and you, and you knew every everything about this team as far as the lineups go, I, I would expect maybe a little bit more. But without, I mean, Tolu Smith is a guy that, I mean, he, he's worth twelve to fourteen points a game. You know, I always go back. That's something that Vic Schaefer said uh, 
Sorry to bring him up. But he said it uh, when, um, uh, what was her name? Jordan Danbury got that extra year. She, he was like, guys, I just got 14 points per game back. Do you know how hard it is to get 14 points per game? And that's a good point. Tolu Smith is 14 points per game. State's going to get that back very soon. And, you know, they're going to be much better for it. So, good win for the Bulldogs. Uh, they continue, like I said, 3-0 and now on the season. And I just, I think, I think they look, they look the way I thought they would look. They look the way I thought they would look. They, they, they look like an, to steal from Howland, they look like an NC2A tournament team uh, thus far. So, we'll see if that, uh, is able to continue. Next game for the Bulldogs is this Sunday, 2 o'clock, against Moorhead State. And then, like I, I mentioned, but we've mentioned before, next week over Thanksgiving, they'll head down to the Bahamas and take on Louisville on Thanksgiving Day. That's 8.30 tip. So right around the time, the uh, third quarter should be heating up at Davis Wade Stadium. The Bulldogs will be tipping off down in the Bahamas. We'll see, uh, we'll see how that goes. All right. Like uh, Brian said earlier in the show, tomorrow's show, not really a full three-piece kind of thing. They're going to be continuing to talk about the Egg Bowl. Uh, I was told that Brian is trying to line up some interviews for tomorrow, so we'll see if he can get those guys on, some former players and things of that nature. And uh, we'll sort of take it from there. So, hope you guys have enjoyed today's show, and uh, the guys will be back with you tomorrow. For Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk, I'm Future Brian. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.